Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the faith of Jesus Christ, the faith that makes the Lord Jesus himself marvel. Um, Just wanted to uh, share a little message with you today uh, that I think is so timely. This is a message that the Lord has really been um, impressing upon me over these past several weeks. And I think it's time to get it out today uh, as we enter the month of October and we enter into this political season. There's so much talk and there's so much um, division and strife, not only in this country, but but internationally um, with, with elections and election integrity. And especially for us here in the United States, and I think most people that listen to this podcast I've found so far are in the U.S., but I think this message would certainly apply to anybody as we're seeing so much global chaos in government and uh, also in, in religion, in the church, so much division and strife. And so I wanted to share this message with you today entitled, Beware of Big Government and Big Religion. Again, beware of big government and big religion. And I want to propose to you as we look back at the life of Christ, the life that he had in the flesh, and the, in particular his three and a half years ministry on earth, and the end of his life, when we look at that and we look at actually who were the forces that, uh, physically speaking, that, that were working under the spirit of the Antichrist or the devil, and who, who, who were those forces that the devil used to put Jesus to the cross? And it's clearly seen that it was big government and big religion. And when I say big government, um, uh, you know, I'm talking about Herod and the, and the government, that the uh, king that was in authority and the governmental rule that was in authority at Jesus's time. And big religion, of course, is the Pharisees and the Sadducees and what, you know, we could refer to as the church at that time. And the, the, the Pharisees uh, were, were um, obviously somebody that Jesus disliked. He spoke out against everything that they tried to teach. They basically tried to teach the law but didn't follow the law themselves and used the law as a burden to strap heavy loads on people's backs but did nothing to help them at all. And really, they're the one um, people group that I think Jesus uh, took took it to the most, took to the woodshed the most in his words and his woes. And he just even constantly said, woe to you, woe to you. Never said that to a sinner or somebody that, that was in need of, of a savior, but to those who had the law, but used it uh, against the people to condemn the people and get them under rule. So this message today, I think is is so appropriate for us as we see so much political strife and backbiting and things going on. And as we enter an election season, to be aware of this poison of big government and big religion. And Jesus himself in Mark 8, and actually you can find this passage in Mark 8 and then also in Matthew 16 around verses 7 and 8. But um, this message is, is, uh, I'm going to refer to Mark 8 today uh, for, for my context in scripture. And the beginning of Mark 8, there was a multitude following Jesus. They had nothing to eat. And he said to his disciples, he said, I have compassion on the multitude. They've been with me now for three days and they've had nothing to eat. And I don't want to send them away hungry to their houses or 
you know, they're going to be hungry even longer. So this is where Jesus uh, had the disciples um, give what they had. They had, um, I think, a few fish and seven loaves of bread. They had a few small fish and seven loaves of bread, and he had them all sit down. And he performed the miracle, the breaking of bread and the feeding of 4,000 people. And right after he did this, in the uh, 10th verse, um, he entered a ship with his disciples and he went over to cross over to the other side of Dalamutha. And the Pharisees came forth and they started to question Jesus and they asked him for, from a sign from heaven. So here's this guy, Jesus, uh, our Lord and Savior, just feeds the multitudes of people and these folks are looking for a sign to show that he's God. So clearly they... Uh, could see the signs that Jesus was from God because nobody could do these kind of miracles unless he was sent from God. And yet they asked for a sign. And so this really kind of set Jesus off. And he was deeply troubled in his spirit, it says in verse 12. And he says, why does this generation seek after a sign? For I say to you that there shall be no sign given to this generation. And then he got in the ship with his disciples to go over again to the other side and his disciples realized that they've forgotten to take bread with them. They only had one loaf of bread. And he charged them saying, and this is where I want to really start the message, beware of the leaven, or you could say the poison, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And again, remember our message is beware of big government and big religion. And they reasoned among themselves saying, is it because we have no bread? And this is hilarious that they're worried about ha not having enough bread when they just saw Jesus uh, feed 4,000 people and break and multiply bread. So bread shouldn't have been an issue, but they had their mind on the physical and Jesus was trying to tell them something spiritual. And he says to them, why do you reason among yourselves that you have no bread? Don't you perceive? Don't you understand? Are your hearts so hardened? Having eyes to see and you don't see in ears to hear, and yet you don't hear, and you don't remember. When I broke the five, when I broke the five loaves among the five thousand people, how many baskets of fragments did you take up afterwards? And they said to him, twelve. And then he said to them, um, and when and when I when I took the seven loaves among four thousand, how many baskets of fragments did you take up? And they said seven. And he said to them. How is it that you do not understand? I find this really interesting that he actually asked them a question and he was looking for a number. He was asking them, how many baskets of leftover bread did you have when I did the first feeding of the multitudes, the 4,000? And they answered him and they said, seven. And he said, and when I fed the 5,000, how many? 12. When you look at these numbers in scripture, you see... God, when he uses numbers, uh, does it for significance. There's purpose in numbers. And um, I would even say if you talk to any, um, any physicist or any um, person that uh, is a mathematician that knows anything about the universe, they know that God has set the universe on numbers. He's, God is a brilliant mathematician. So numbers have a significance in the Bible. And the significance of these two numbers, seven, is the number of divine perfection. And 12 is the number of governmental perfection. You have the 12 disciples and the 12 tribes of Israel, and it's clearly a number that signifies government. So when you look in the context of our message today and Jesus warning us to beware 
of the lev- of 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 big government and big religion. How can we apply this message today? Well, Jesus said the same thing, uh, is saying the same thing today as he said back then. His word is eternal. Uh, heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. So when we take a look at this today and we look in the context of our government and all the division that's caused by big government and big religion today, both entities are, are uh, in my my. Uh, in my um, learning of, of the Lord and seeing uh, what the enemy is trying to do today, he is simply trying to move people away from Christ. All of this that's going on in the world, all this, this spirit of, of political strife and backbiting and envy and all, um, all that's going on, all this division in government, all the division in the church um, is, is designed to do one thing, and that's for us to take our eyes off of Jesus and off of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So when he says to beware of this stuff, he's saying beware, big government and big religion. Again, these are the two forces that put Jesus to death 2,000 years ago, and today they're trying to put to death the body of Christ, to silence the body of Christ, the remnant of those of us who are believers that are spirit-filled and led of God. Do not get suckered in to these political arguments and, and all this strife. Pray for the leadership. Certainly, we want to have uh, free and fair elections. I think people on both sides, hopefully, um, would want to have their vote counted no matter where you stand politically. But we cannot get ourselves drawn in to this, to this division outside of seeing it through the lens of the gospel. We certainly want to pray that for, for the rulers that we have today, as wicked as they are, as, as evil as they are, as all of them too, they have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and they all need Jesus Christ. The answer to, to all of this division, this strife, this envy, is simply pointing people to Jesus. Get out of the strife. Get out of the division. Get off the soapbox, the political soapbox, and get people to the Lord Jesus Christ. This thing is going down. There's a lot going on in the earth that I do not believe is going to be turned back. I think scripture shows that, prophecy shows that. And so the best thing that we can do, the best remedy for the division and the strife that we see today is to point people to Jesus Christ and to certainly keep the, keep the uh, commands of God to pray for those that are in political power. Pray for them to get born again. Pray for them to get saved. Pray for them to know the Lord Jesus Christ. That would include any political leader, Trump or Biden or anybody else. Pray for them to know the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the same prayer that I have for myself. For the Lord said himself in John 17, 3, this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you've sent. So I just hope this message somehow, some through, some way gets through to you, resonates some way that you would be aware of the poison that is being created today by big government and by big religion. The two forces that put Jesus to the cross are trying to, to take down his bride today. Don't fall for it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that this message has blessed you. I hope that you can share it with a friend. And I hope the Holy Spirit somehow, some way, is, is, has gotten this message to you in a way beyond my knowing or understanding. I appreciate you listening, and I, I definitely appreciate you sharing this podcast with a friend or family member that you think would benefit from it. 
God bless you and thank you again.